So a very warm welcome to our latest Momentum Moment. I'm Alistair Body, Business Development Director here at Momentum Broker Solutions. And today I'm delighted to be joined by our very own Systems Manager, Lucy Mystery. A very warm welcome to you, Lucy. Hi, Alistair. It's good to be here. Thanks for joining us. So tell us, we start off, how did you end up working for Momentum and how long ago was that? It's coming up to nine years at the start of next year, so it's absolutely flown by. Uh, I always remember the, how long I've been here because it ties in with how old my daughter is. So I worked with Hazel and Howard prior to Momentum. And when they left to set up Momentum, I always said, as soon as there's a job for me, I'll come and join you. Uh, it took them obviously a few years to need somebody like me. Um, and then as soon as that happened, I, I left the, the place I was at and joined Momentum. Prior to joining Momentum, you had an extensive history of using Actress, training on Actress and, and developing it, correct? Yeah, so I started using Actress in 2005 when I joined a local Leicester broker who were then acquired by Oval. Um, and I worked there from 2005 into about 2013. I used Actress as uh, I managed a team. So I had a, a team of about 10 people who did personal lines. Um, so I used Actress myself and that gave me a good starting point into the career that I've then moved in to, which started with Oval in, I think, around 2007 or eight, where I joined their operation team, the project management team, and I developed my understanding of Actress and systems from there. Tell us, Lucy, you know, your responsibility is, is leading the business systems team. What is the scope of the team? It's more than just Actress, isn't it? Yeah, it's way more than actress. Um, I think to the best way I can describe our role, because nobody really understands what we do. Um, that 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 takes place in my home life as well. I think my husband once said that I work in recruitment. <laughs> um, and to be fair, he's learned a lot more since I've been working from home with COVID and things like that. He understands a lot more about what I do, but nobody really understands what we do. So I can't fix your printer. I, I'm not an IT expert whatsoever. That sort of terminology doesn't make any sense to me. What, so we're not there to fix your, your printer when it's broken, things like that. What we're there to do is to ensure that Momentum have processes and the systems that work with those processes to make as efficient. And that also applies to our ARs as well. So a lot around what we do um, is, is more about processes and efficiencies to allow us all to achieve the goals we need. The systems are then one of the tools we use um, to deliver those. So I think the best way I can describe it is the systems are an enhancement to deliver the goals that we want to achieve. Um, but one of the unique positions I have at Momentum is I get involved with, with everybody. So I work with the accounts team, I work with the marketing team, I work with broken team, the admin team. We're involved in all of the processes across the business. We have a large part to play in agreeing what those should be. And then, as I've said, the systems then are, are a way to achieve a lot of that. You talk about the systems team developing actress, whether it be um, whether it developing just simple processes for making sure work is done in a timely manner. Um, but I'm sure if there is a little bit of help needed in regards to sort of for, sorting out an out outlook and actress, um, I don't know, add an, add, add an issue, that's, that's absolutely the sort of thing that you can give some guidance on. Yeah, so the team now, um, we're, we're quite an established team now. So for quite a while, it was just myself. 
Um, but since then, we, we've had a couple of team changes, but we've now got Susie, who's a fantastic addition to the team. Her IT knowledge is actually much better than mine. So I'm really lucky to have Susie on board. Uh, Leanne as well joined us and has been with us for a while. Leanne's knowledge is great and really varied from her previous roles as well. And then we've got Cameron, who's an apprentice. So we've got lots of different expertise within the, within the team. Um, and we do, you know, if somebody's stuck, anybody's stuck on anything, they'll ask us if it's something we can help with, we always do. But we have to put our hands up sometimes and say, actually, you need to speak to an IT professional. That That's not what we're doing. But at least we'll, we'll, we'll help when we can. I mean, obviously, having a, a varied skills within the team is very helpful. But looking at yourself specifically, you're a qualified, what, business analyst, project manager. You've also been in a broking role. So you've got a wealth of experience that really aids your ability to understand what you're implementing and how that actually can enhance the day-to-day -day roles of our broker partners and, and obviously our staff. Yeah, it's interesting for me. I, I still sometimes have imposter syndrome where... I wonder how my career ended up where it did and those qualifications that I've got. Um, and it's something I'm really proud of. Uh, you know, I feel I've achieved a lot. Um, and one of the one of the terms you use there, business analyst, I it's one of it's one of those jobs that people think, well, what's that title? What does that mean? What what is that qualification? So I did go online earlier and, and I've got I've got the definition of it. Um, so if you don't mind, I'm going to share that with you. So to help an organization achieve its goals by analyzing data, assessing processes and systems and creating solutions and planning for the future. That's what the business analyst role is. So having having that in my tool belt is really good and it, it helps me. Um, we sort of sit in between what a user needs and what IT people can deliver. So if you like, we're sat between what our ARs and what momentum brokers need and also what actress can deliver. So one of our big jobs is to understand the requirements that people have. Um, we can then understand it because of the experience that I've got in the insurance industry. I can then understand that, take that requirement, look at some options um, and, and possible outcomes, work with wherever that requirements come from and then deliver something that works. The project management side of it is around um, controlling tasks, the order that things need to be done in to achieve what you need, managing all of your stakeholders. So we have lots of stakeholders. We have the ARs, we have uh, Momentum, whichever team and Momentum it can be affecting, often Actress and other systems. So the project management allows me to um, make sure that, that we achieve what we set out to achieve. Every new inquiry I speak to uh, who's looking to potentially join Momentum, ask the question, you know, what system do we use? I say Actress, and, and for many, the box is ticked, but there's a lot more than just simply having Actress, isn't there? Yeah, so what, what, what I do find really interesting is if you're a broker working on your own and um, you've maybe got three staff, you've got the same amount of work to do as a big national broker with a team of 30 people that help configure Actress and make it work as you need it to. So it's really interesting to have Actress off the shelf um, because we all get the same starting point, but there's so much that you can do to make it work for you as a business. One of the key things is the documentation. You can produce a document from Actress and we've had so many people join us that have say, well, it will take me two hours to produce a report or a risk register that I can actually send to my client. Our aim 
is that you can produce that from actress and everyone's always got their, their own little tweaks and bits, but you should be able to spend five or 10 minutes and get that to your client. Again, it comes back to the efficiencies. You can only get the efficiencies if you know how to configure actress to make it work for your particular business. And that's what me and my team work on a lot to, to make sure we're delivering that. And Atris regularly provides new releases, um, updates, call it what you like. I think it's called releases, isn't it? But uh, um, and, and enabling these is, is something that just doesn't happen, does it? It actually has to be understood. It has to be implemented. And then obviously training has to be designed and provided to those who are using it. And, and I suppose before all, you get your head around all that, you just need to understand what that really means for us as a business and, and how that ultimately could benefit us as a business. It's a really good question because a lot of the work that we do is behind the scenes and people don't, again, really get what we do and understand that because it's not something they come, have come across before or are used to. And the actress releases are a really good example of that kind of work. So every sort of quarter, actress will do what they call a, a small release. And we're actually working one through one at the minute. So actress will... Um, take requests off people over the years um, to say, can the system do this? We need it to do this, etc." And they'll gather all of those up and then they'll decide to make those changes and enable them in a release. What that means for me and my team is we'll get through normally around 20 different functionality guides all on a different subject. Um, and each of those can be somewhere between sort of five and 20 pages long. So we will sit down and we will read through as a team each of the functionality guides, what it is actors are looking to change. We read these in conjunction with the test system. So we'll have a look what the live system does, have a look at what the change is in reality in the test system, read through the guide, make sure we fully understand it. Then what we need to decide is, is this something, is this a change that's useful for momentum or for RARs or maybe both? Is it something we want to configure and switch on and make available? If we do, how big of a change is that going to be? Uh, how do we train that out? How do we get that communication out to say these changes are happening? What's what's quite interesting is though the next release is due to come out soon, there'll be a load of changes that nobody will ever notice. You won't even see that they're happening. Um, but there's some bits that I either think you need to know this is happening or um, actually this is a really good change and this is going to help us. A lot of businesses won't do the work that we do because the time it takes to do that, the, the testing, the reading, um, the understanding of it all is it, it's a lot of work. But for me, I know how important that is. As I said, whether you're a, if you're an office of three people using actress or you've got 10,000 users, it doesn't matter. Those changes will affect you. But have you got the resource to read that, understand that? and then decide what, what's good for your business. Also on the back of that, we then challenge actress. So at the minute they're looking to make a change, which I do not agree with. I'm talking to our account manager, I'm talking to the help desk. I'm going back to say, this: you can't make this change. This is the result of that. Here's some suggestions of how you can do it, do that in a different way. Um, and by doing that, we get a say in what actress becomes. And that that's really important. 
So do you win those battles, Lucy? <laughs> oh, I'm going to win this one, 100%. <laughs> well, uh, you, might, you might, might be take the win from your sales when this, when this is obviously published uh, at a time when you're still having these discussions. So we might need to be a little bit careful with that, but uh, never yeah. mind. But, uh, but no, it's obviously a really, really important thing, isn't it? Having that voice and having that ability to influence how the system ultimately impacts momentum and its broker partners. I think because of the relationship, as I said, I've used Actress since 2005 and we've had the same account manager at Momentum since I've joined. Um, I go along to Actress user groups. So we've got one coming up in November. So I meet with Actress. I talk to Actress. We've got a really good relationship. Actress will often talk to us about um, being involved in pilots. They get our opinions on, on things that are changing. So when they did a major accounts change, um, we got Emma involved because, again, we've got so much experience, not just from me and my team, but throughout Momentum. So Emma's Emma's knowledge on the accounting side, it's something I stay away from, um, is great. So actress will get us involved, seek our input. So when we do go back and say something isn't right, this doesn't look right, you, you can't make this change, this is the impact, etc., then they do they do take that on board. An interesting conversation I have on a regular basis is talking to ARs or broker partners of, of other principals. And one of the biggest fears or concerns they have when it comes to potentially migrating their business to momentum is, is what that migration means from a systems point of view. You know, they, they would be using their, da- um, their system where they currently are in one way or another. Um, they will have data in there. They'll have client information. And the real fear is, is that double keying and re-inputting it. And ultimately, what distraction that will take away from them and their ability to service their clients day to day. I mean, whilst migration isn't a simple process, it doesn't have to be as complicated as a lot of people think it is. I think with migrations, again, it's it's a real skill. It's something that you, as a, you know, most of the people that we listen to this are going to be ARs of ours, potential ARs, etc., that have been in the broken world for however many years. If you go back to what you knew when you first started in insurance to what you know now, we, we learn and grow as we go. And um, so my experience of doing migrations is, I don't know, somewhere in the region of 15 years now. I've learned an awful lot. And I have to say, I have learned from the best. Hazel has been my mentor for a long time and is still my mentor now. We're still learning and we're still adapting our migration processes. So migrations can be complex. But the first thing I do when we're doing a migration is I talk to the person whose data it is because nobody knows their data like they do. Everybody does something slightly different. Oh, well, I capture this piece of information here. We migrate from different systems. So somebody might be on Actress and we're moving them to our version of Actress. They might be on a different system. We've even had people just with spreadsheets of data, which is you know un- unheard of really now. Um, the key thing is, is understanding what their data is going through with them and explaining what we can do. So then it's not a shock when you do migrate over to say, oh, well, where's this or where's that? I can show you what that looks like. I'll talk through what's important to that person and make sure that we have a solution for it. With regards to the double keying, what I tend to find, and I'm not gonna say 100% of the times, but if we go with the odds, it's, it's most of the time. The way that we've got the system set up and the efficiencies that we can drive is yes, year one will be painful when you've got a key in some risk data. However, the benefits that you will will save 
on even on year one can counterbalance that so if it is taking you an hour to produce a document for your client and i can do that for you in five minutes yes you might have to spend half an hour keen in the risk details but you've actually saved that time back and then what's great for them is when year two comes all they've got is efficient um efficient savings they're not having to do that rekeying once it's done it's in there the worst ones are things like motor fleet property owners where you've got multiple and they they could take you a long time to key in but we have solutions for those so for most problems that people have got we've got a solution for and again that's all done face to face i'll go and see them and spend that time and the time frames for something along the lines of a migration um you know you touched on it before about the steps involved and you know it's about getting to understand them as an individual and how they store their data but what sort of time frame would you probably allow and what would the steps be to sort of making sure that you you go from understanding exactly what needs to be done to actually delivering it and making sure it's functional on the day it needs to be? I prefer to have two to three months. Alistair, you have made me do one in a week. I have, unfortunately. Um, I do, I do prefer two to three months. It gives me that time to visit, understand the requirements, come up with the solutions, share what the end result's going to be like, thoroughly check and again there's a lot of testing that gets involved which is again part of the job people don't see the testing the accuracy we have to make sure it works so even though we've done this a hundred times before your migration is important and we will test and we will do all the double checking we can to make sure we've got the right result and other than the director's momentum you're probably the first person that sort of engages with those who are looking to join momentum and as a result of this you see firsthand how other um, brokers and broker principals use systems and, and how they manage the quality of data. How important is it to understand how that happens or how that information is stored and used when initially speaking to people who are looking to migrate to Momentum? So when I start talking to our sort of prospective partners, I give them a bit of an insight onto what we do. I talk to them about what they do and those gaps seem to come up quite quickly of I'll talk about a particular process that, assist, that the system can do and they're not aware that that functionality exists. Um, so sometimes when, I, when I've been to see an AR, I always deliver training for them. So when you join Momentum, you get full actress training from me. But sometimes when I go and see an AR, I end up spending an hour saying, look, I, I can't not show you that the system can do this and leave you two months until you join us. Let me show you that now, fill in some of those gaps show you what you can do, and you're going to say, start saving time straight away. Um, and I think that's a clear thing for them to see what, what you don't always know what you don't know. Um, but I tend to be able to show that pretty quickly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a fantastic opportunity for them to see firsthand, you know, how the system can benefit them, learn stuff which ultimately they may have missed in the training or is or has recently been developed or, or something that you are, you yourself maybe didn't realise the functionality of Actress or something you developed yourselves as a systems team. Yeah, it quite often comes up that somebody will just say, I didn't know that. And for me, it's a fundamental part of the system. Um, and, and that's quite interesting because when people come for the training, you can only retain a certain percentage of it. I mean, I sit and, you know, we'll, we'll be talking for hours and going through all the functionality. People will make their notes, et cetera. So these, these regular catch-ups and the invite to come back to further for further training are important to enable that everybody um, has as much use of Actress as possible. I always say Actress is not an invoicing tool, which unfortunately is some, how some users still use it. It's way more than that. 
Yeah, an interesting one, and a great example of that is grid view, isn't it? People, you know, when you use the terminology grid view with um, actress users, majority of them have never heard of it, but yet it's something which saves an incredible amount of time for, for us and, and, and our broker partners. Yeah, grid view is great. Grid view allows you to export and import data for things like pro products like property owners and motor fleet, where you could have 50 properties, 50 vehicles on a fleet, etc. You've got to manage that information. Unfortunately, some people store that data outside of Actress or they spend hours keying it in. Anytime you're rekeying something in, there's, there's room for error. That, so that's not a good point. And if you're keeping it outside of Actress, when you produce your lovely risk registers, that data is not included. So it seems such a shame. So what we use is the functionality called GridView, which allows you to um, take basically any data from PDF, Word, Excel, put it into a format, upload that into Actress. But the great side is that you can also get it out. We always say with the systems, um, whatever you put in is what you can get out. So it is worth it is worth doing, and it is really underutilized. And and and, it, and lead, that leads in quite nicely to probably my next question, which is about man, you talk about what what you put in, you need to be able to get out, and management information is is as a large part of that. Now, whilst Actress has its management information suite, that's not necessarily the most user friendly. If you're not familiar with the system and and interpreting the data. How does Momentum help uh, in regards to getting that key management information that enables our broker partners to, to do their job day in, day out and understand what's happening with their business? Actress reporting is fantastic in the fact that what, if you put it in, we can get it out. So that's the, that's the first part. Interpreting and understanding that data becomes the difficult bit. So I can give somebody thousands of rows of data but knowing how to make that usable. Um, somebody said to me the other day, you can always make data and stats. Uh, you can change things, you can change stats and, and make them look a different way to sort of try and prove a point sometimes. What we do is again, with that understanding of our AR's requirements, is we take that data and then display it in a user-friendly way to enable them to uh, manage their business. So here we are nine years on, pushing into 10. Um, you must be incredibly proud of where where the team has grown, what it's achieved, and, and and where you are today. But at the same time, without taking anything away from what has been achieved, you must feel like there's still so much more to do. It's interesting because there, there's so much project work to do that we've never been able to do before. And when I talk about project work, I talk about anything that's not in the day-to-day. -day. So the, as I say, the fixing this, this isn't working, can I have this button, etc. It's about what we can achieve to make things even better. And sometimes you think, are, are we getting close? And then you say, no, because actually we want to work on this. And that's the bit that, that gets me excited. So we're currently working on integrated finance. As I said, we've started the portal, but there's loads more development work on the portal that we can do i'm working on something around um the re you can imagine the hundreds of requests that come into us every day and how we manage on those i've got some great ideas about how we can improve that process so as as much as i am really proud of what we've achieved the work that the team do the support that we're able to give to the ars um i just want to do more and more and, and that's that's what that's what excites me and if we go off piste for a second here, what I'd love to talk about is is the E-Trade landscape. And look, E-Trade's a fantastic tool which enables you to efficiently trade what is what I would suggest is probably the more vanilla business, which which is able to go into the system, be quoted online, bound online, and you can move on to the next client. Um, 
Is, in your mind, E-Trade a good thing or a bad thing? I think E-Trade now is so much better than when it was. I mean, when I started doing an E-Trade quote in, oh, I'm going to say about 1997, I think was probably my first experience of You're it. showing your age here. I know, so. I know. <laughs> um, it, was, it was difficult to use. Most insurers would decline unless you were really vanilla people would decline the insurer appetite for it now and um the benefits to the insurers buyers using it is really driven its development on they've had to make so more changes so many changes to make it more accessible to make it quote more without declines without referrals so the rules that they're building in to make these things work have changed so much over the years I love E-Trade when it works. You can put your data into Actrius. Within 10 minutes, you've got a quote. You can accept it, invoice it, and your documents are with your clients. So even just to save that time of talking to insurers, waiting for those docs to come back, you, your clients wondering where their documentation is, it can be with them within half an hour. Um, so I think it's fantastic where it works. Insurers are going to continue working with Actrius. I see the I see the updates of uh, from actress or from insurers. We're you know we're now um, we're releasing a new project, a new product, or more insurers are applying their rates to certain products. The good news is <clears throat> this can't be done without a broker. So this isn't about moving the, the broking role away. You know your broker still really has to understand when you're doing a commercial e trade. The, the questions that you're answering, the information that you need, why it's needed, what it is about your business that we might need to refer over to an insurer um, for it just to be taken out of that e-trade for referral. So I think it's a it's a great improvement on what we're able to do as insurance brokers. So uh, tell us, Lucy, if you don't mind, one final question, which is there's a huge amount going on with the role of systems. Um, so tell us, what do you do in your downtime to, dare I say, escape all of this? So I have a nine-year-old who takes over my life and is in charge of my family and everything we do. So a lot of my time will go go to Lila. Her name is, she's just turned nine, um, and she's a huge part of our family. Me and my husband spend a lot of time watching football. We're both uh, huge Liverpool fans. I'm going up to Anfield in November and December to get a couple of matches. Not a great time to talk about football in Liverpool, so I'll move on from that. <laughs> well, look... Thank you so much for joining us today, Lucy. It's been a really insightful chat. Thanks everybody else for joining us today. We're delighted to bring you today's episode, whether you're a broker, an underwriter, or simply have a loose association with the insurance industry and you fancy joining me in the next podcast, then please do get in touch. For those who want to hear more from these episodes and what's available, please do subscribe to Momentum Moments wherever you find your podcasts or listen on our website, momentumsolutions.co.uk slash podcast. Thanks very much for joining us. We'll catch up sometime soon.